Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another week of spiritual shit. How is everyone doing this week? I can imagine that it's feeling very heavy during this time. So if you are in a safe place and you got to wake up this morning without having to worry about what's happening in your particular city, then you have won the lottery today. So be thankful and definitely send out lots of good energy to those who may be in less fortunate situations right now. This is a constant in our world, obviously, but I know that particularly right now, a lot of people are feeling that, but let's not, um, let's not get it twisted that it's not always like this all over the world. Um, so I'm not going to get into that, but let's just be in a place of gratitude. If we woke up in a safe space and sending love and light to those who are maybe in a less fortunate space. So that's how we're starting our day today. Uh, Today we have Pamela Chin on the show and we are talking all about crystals and we have a very candid conversation about crystals and um, you'll see we got along very well and had a lot of laughs while we were on the show. But if you're super into crystals, we're going to be talking about magic and getting into what the crystals do and it's kind of like a really good crash course for those of you who are trying to up your crystal game. So that's going to be really fun to get into. Uh, As far as I go right now, my focus has very much been on my dream life, my dream world. And what does it look like for me to learn how to lucid dream or do more astral travels and also just write down my dreams. And so me and my mystery school have been very active in reporting our dreams every night almost and getting together and seeing if there are any parallels in there because I'm kind of conducting this experiment to see if we decide that we're all meeting up that are we doing any work while we're there? And so it was really interesting to see that most often we would end up in a school of some kind, um, what I now call night school, (laughs) that we're meeting up with each other in each other's dreams. And actually there have been people who are not in our mystery school who have been DMing me and saying, hey, you were in my dream last night and you were teaching me something or something like that. And I think that's so interesting and also super fucking cool. <laughs> so if I've shown up in your dream, shoot me a DM and let me know. Because we are in our mystery school, at least I'm able to talk to them every day and see like what they're dreaming about and see our parallels. Some of us have been having some very interesting overlap in our dreams. And I'm trying to study that to see if that's um, no astral coincidence. Uh, so yeah, so shout out to my mystery school peeps. And we had such a good time yesterday at our class and um, what mystery school is if that you guys are curious is I have opened up a group 
uh, essentially like my own social network of people who are interested in the mystical and those who have gifts, but not necessarily just only those who have gifts, but those who are curious about their gifts or curious about spirituality in general. And we have this very candid space where we can talk all the time and then have these classes where people practice, um, you know, whether they want to be a tarot reader or a medium or a channeler or a human design chart specialist or an astrologer or whatever. So um, it's not just limited to those who want to turn this into uh, some kind of profession, but it is so expansive to see the ways in which community helps open us up in our spirituality. And that's been really, really amazing. Um, we've also had uh, our workshop yesterday, how to protect your energy. So if you want to get that workshop for $10 and not for whatever I charge for it later, um, you can go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the lovely Aaliyah and become a 10 or $25 member in order to get access to that workshop. The $25 member is for our mystery school and we still have some spots open. I only open so many every few months so that way we can get to know each other and our community is not necessarily bombarded with new people. We want to keep it intimate and keep a culture there of support and, you know, getting to know each other very well. So if that's something that interests you, we, I opened up a few spots yesterday. And so you can go there now, go to patreon.com slash the lovely to get your spot. And yeah, it, it was such a good time. So hope to see you there. Additionally, if you want to see uh, me and Pamela's after show, you can go there as well. Most of the stuff happens over there. So if you want to hang out with me, that's where I'll be. Next, just a reminder for those of you who are looking for some new guided meditations. I have a guided meditation called Tune Up Out right now. You can just go to thelovelylia.com slash shop if that's something that you're interested in. And besides that, I really have this strong desire to go to Egypt right now. And I can't go right now. And I can't go this summer. But I'm hoping I can go this year and or next year. And I've been hearing suddenly like people being like, oh, I'm going here, whatever. I'm getting messages from people saying, you know, there's a lot of like push towards Egypt right now. And like most of you know that my daughter's name is Cairo Veda. And so there is this, this desire for me to go there that's just been bubbling because I feel in a lot of ways that something's going to be activated or unlocked once I get there. And I recently started doing channeling again, not like flow state channeling because I do that all the time. And the difference is, is that I, I'm sitting in, in my flow state and letting information come to me and speak it out and let it go essentially through me. Um, but a few days ago, I did an actual channel where I sat with an entity named Rasmus and he gave me a lot of information about what I'm supposed to be doing right now and what's to come. And it was so, I've been kind of nervous about doing that type of channeling recently because I can't prove that it's true. While I am a super spiritual person and I'm someone who gets into the nitty gritty of all the things that we're open, um, you know, open to mystically, I still think with a very rational, not, I wouldn't say rational, uh, I would say scientific mind. I want something to be able to, to be proved to me over and over and, and spirituality in this context just doesn't work like that. But the messages I got were so resonant And, um, one of the things where they were telling me was that I need to go to Egypt or keep continuing to learn about Egypt and my past there, because there's a lot of ancient wisdom that seeks to be unlocked. And so I am in the process of figuring out how we can get over there and, uh, also take our baby. (laughs) So if you have connections in Egypt, 
shoot me an email, thelovelylady.com slash contact. If you've been to Egypt and had wonderful experiences, wonderful tours, met with wonderful shamans or Egyptologists or whatever, we're still looking for an Egyptologist to be on the show, by the way. So if you know anybody like that, let me know. Come through drop in in my DMs. So as always, uh, I will never DM you for a reading. And uh, in fact, I stopped readings for a long time for that reason. But I have opened my calendar back up for the month of April. So if you've been waiting for a reading, you can grab one of those now, obviously on the website, thelovelyolia.com. So um, I think that's all we have for announcements today. I'm super excited because we have our first partnership on the podcast. I have turned down so many offers for partnership on the podcast because I just, I didn't stand by their products or they weren't something that I would use. And I don't want to be pandering just anything to you guys, unless I believe in what it is. So we're excited to be partnered with Anima Mundi Herbals. So there's just so much goodness to be shared. Let's get into it right now. So you know that I wouldn't just put anyone on the podcast. And in the same way, I wouldn't have just anyone be a partner or a sponsor if I didn't believe in the products that they have. I want to introduce you to Anima Mundi Herbals if you haven't already been able to discover their amazing work. I've been currently using their Dream Sleep Tea and their Dream Elixir as well as their blue lotus tea and golden moon milk. And it has been a really wonderful ritual that I'll use at the end of the night to help encourage my dream state. Now, I haven't had any serious lucid dreams yet, but it's been something I've been working on for a while, and I feel like I'm getting closer. Since I've been using the teas, I've been able to have more potent, vivid dreams and being able to recall them even more so. And so I don't think it's any coincidence that Anima Mundi has become our first partner because I was already doing the work to help increase my dream life. And so I'm really excited about this brand because it's also female and BIPOC owned. And master herbalist Adriana Ayalas is from Costa Rica and they're and they are owned and operated in an FDA registered CGMP certified facility. They use eco-friendly packaging and recyclable glass or biodegradable bags. And the packaging is just beautiful anyway. It's made in the US with certified organic herbs, wild and sustainably harvest plants, and a vegan and gluten-free kitchen. The products contain zero fillers, binders, flow agents, they're pure botanical powders, teas, and beyond. And the apothecary has sustainably grown to contain over 200 different herbs from all over the world. Their project educates and supports true fair trade practices beyond organic farming, education, and small farmers to create remedies that benefit people from all walks of life. And I just really think that that's an amazing place to come from if you're going to stand by a product, at least one that I'm standing by for sure. They have something called this happiness powder. It's an energizing, boosting herbal coughing that is caffeine-free and adaptogenic, which is something that I much rather have because I'm really caffeine sensitive. Their renowned happiness formula is also in a tonic, but is now available in a super powder. It contains key herbal allies that they like to call happy herbs because they do just that. They make us happy and elevated. And it's energized with the top herbs researched to increase a sense of peace and happiness, such as ashwagandha, rhodiola, mucuna, abesia, and St. John's wort. 
I don't know if I pronounce those right, but that's <laughs> that's what they are. They're combined with coffee-esque bases for grounding, and it's a super benefit for the liver and gut support. So I'm really excited about the new products that they have to offer, but more importantly, really excited to partner with them as their products have been changing the game in my dream life, for sure. Head over to animamundiherbals.com for more information. Pamela Chen is the author of Enchanted Crystal Magic with Llewellyn Worldwide and created the Witchling Academy Tarot and Crystal Unicorn Tarot. She owns a crystal boutique, Luna Prosperity, that curates high-vibe crystals for Japanese celebrities and also rapper Little John. Pamela is a coach for spiritual entrepreneurs who are ready to create high-ticket offers and build lucrative businesses online. She loves to help high-achieving women tap into their inner magic and manifest wealth and abundance. However, before she understood all of this, Pamela was broke, working four jobs, had dropped out of college, always laid on her rent, and had over $10,000 of debt. When she finally changed her relationship with money and learned to tap into the frequency of money to be a powerful wealth magnet, her life completely changed. She's now running a multiple six-figure online coaching business, living in her million-dollar home, and is a published author, one of her biggest dreams. She wanted to share the systems and formulas that awakened her to money flow so you too can live a fabulously abundant life. Whether you already have a gym collection or just starting to appreciate the spiritual power of crystals, this fun, high-energy guide shares everything you need to build a unique crystal enchanter practice. Through this guide, you're going to get to know the most powerful yet accessible stones. You're going to learn how crystal colors relate to the powerful chakra energies, using grids, potions, and spells to improve your love life, manifest money, and heal emotional wounds. Pamela Chin shares simple but potent rituals and meditations that help raise your intuition, repel negative energy, and much more. Please welcome Pamela to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today we have Miss Pamela Chin, the crystal queen herself, who is the new author of the Enchanted Crystal Magic book, Spells, Grids, and Potions to Manifest Your Desires. How you doing, honey? Good, thank you. Hi, Aaliyah. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> thanks for being on it. I, you know, I need to correct myself. You're not a new author. I know that you've made a few tarot decks and you've done a lot of other stuff as well, but this is your new book and we are so excited to talk about it. Um, what's really funny is that I know you actually from Instagram way back when, when you were doing um, Luna Prosperity, Luna Prosperity. is that right? Yeah. yeah. I think I bought a crystal from you. Oh, that's so cool. That was, I think that was actually like the catalyst of my coaching yeah. and everything that came after it. Yeah. So when I, when I saw your name come across, I was like, wait a minute, I think I know her from somewhere, but I couldn't find the old stuff to figure out who it was. And it just came to me. So I think I bought like a, a Lumerian seed crystal from you. <gasps> Ooh, the aura. <laughs> Probably. Probably the aura. Yes. You know what? Actually, I have it here. Hold on. Those are super magical. Yeah. But, oh, that one was a nice one. Yeah. I think this is from you guys. Well, awesome. Well, before we get into all of the crystal magic, wonderful mm -hmm. goodness, um, can you tell people a little bit about yourself and like, what kind of got you on this journey? Sure. So I am a business wealth and manifesting coach. And what got me on the crystal journey was when my business partner at that time, we didn't own our online business. We, we were just playing with crystals and we would go to Zion because I'm in Vegas. When she visits from Hawaii, mm -hmm. we would drive to Zion and go to all those little crystal shops. And I believe I bought some crystals there. I don't even know what they were, <laughs> you know, they're just really magical. And 
And her birthday gift to me one year was this citrine tower. And mm -hmm. I put it on my computer. At the time, I was doing tarot readings um, on the phone. And this is over 15 years ago. And I noticed that I received 10 new clients that week, just like all of a sudden. I didn't know where they came from. <laughs> And I was just like, wow, I think it's from the crystal. That was the <laughs> only thing that made sense. So ever since then, we were like really obsessed with crystals. And one day she just said, let's sell crystals on Instagram. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we did. And that kind of got me out as like the crystal magic coach. And from there, I just kind of followed, I guess, my intuition. You would call it the inner calling. And it led me to creating a tarot deck a book, um, being a, you know, being a business coach and all of that. Very cool. Now you have a history with cards, right? I heard that you were a card dealer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Actually most recently. So I have, I was a dealer in Las Vegas at Planet Hollywood, the casino mm -hmm. for over 10 years. Yeah. So I was building my online business while still dealing. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed it because I like gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I like gambling myself. So it was really fun um, with the right clients, of course. There was yeah. tons of people that came through, but it was really fun for me when, you know, I like get into the energy of gambling with them. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, I think it's funny how the cards find us because I'm a card reader as well. And so like that, it's just like, mm -hmm. it follows us everywhere. I used to play spades and then we move on to Oracle cards and, and so on. So that's really fun. Yeah. Um, so I, we've got a ton of people who are super interested in crystals and, um, upon their first journey, um, you know, like for myself anyway, as you can see, there's a little myriad of crystals behind me. I love crystals and I collect them in a, uh, obsessive amount. Um, so for people who are just starting out, what would you say would be the, you know, the best set to start with to kind of get acclimated with the type of energy and start learning about them? So I like amethyst. So that works with protection, your inner knowing, psychic abilities, everything mental. It's a very easy energy to work with. I love the rose quartz because it builds, it builds up your confidence and it's self-love. Everybody needs a little bit of self-love, right? Mm -hmm. And it really works for opening up that magnetic energy in the heart to attract what you desire and clear quartz because that's one of the most powerful crystals that I like to work with to amplify the energy of other crystals. It's also a master healer crystal. Mm, nice. I like the, I mean, quart, clear quartz in general is like an amplifier for the rest of them. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a big thing from Moldavite. What's here? Well, yes. I actually had, um, last crystal trip, I got this Moldavite ring and I, it disappeared when it's done working with you, it it's just gone. goes, it's, I can't even find the ring. Um, but Moldavite <laughs> didn't get popular until once someone made a TikTok on it. And all of yeah. a sudden it like shot up in price. So you mm -hmm. could have gotten Motivite for really cheap a while ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like this piece of rock. <laughs> <laughs> the demand has gone up significantly. Mm -hmm. um, I think I discovered it before the TikTok came out and oh, lucky. Um, I was, was it four years ago or something. I got a lot of pieces and I have a connection with uh, the Moldavite family. Um, oh. and I started getting a lot of stuff with them and Moldavite has really changed my fucking life. Like my whole yeah. life really kind of turned upside down. And like you said, when they're it's done with you, it's like time to move on. 
Um, I had a piece that I sold to one of my uh, mystery school students and, and it was like, it just didn't work anymore. You know how you can't feel it anymore. And it's kind of got a weird feeling. It was telling me it needed to go to someone else. Um, so for crystals, like a lot of times people think this is something that you collect for it to be pretty. This is just something that you hold for decoration. Why is it that you think that crystals specifically are, are tools that we can use to aid in helping, uh, enhance our manifestation or our healing? So I love it because it comes naturally from the earth. So it already has this earth energy. And I, I believe that earth is a star, right? It's a star in the solar system. And right now we are actually ascending. So up in a spiral. And so that's why everyone's feeling these energies. Everyone's becoming more aware. And so these crystals are here to help us evolve. And I think it's getting so popular now because we are regridding the earth of the crystals so that it's easier to flow up in ascension and just the natural like structure of the crystal can connect with our energy because we're just all energy right we're just Mm -hmm. all frequency all energy so that naturally helps us you know amplify whatever intention that we want to call in what is regridding for those who don't know So, so I did talk a little bit about in the book, how you can create crystal grids. These are crystals that are put together in specific patterns that can amplify what you are manifesting. So I believe that the crystals on the earth is placed in a specific area for a grid, creating a grid. And now we're just moving it around so that we can um, be in this new frequency. Nice. So I recently, um, have been really attracted to opals and like, and just out of nowhere, just all of a sudden, I never really thought they were pretty before I have opal earrings on right now. Um, and now I'm ordering some more to make like a new necklace, like an amulet necklace or whatever. Um, and I was really drawn to black opal and I was like, oh, for some reason I have to get one that's from this particular area in Australia, lightning Ridge, Australia. It has to be a black opal, blah, blah, blah. Um, I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm, I'm told by my guides that this is going to really help me with dream travel and, and so on. So what are some examples? Cause I've seen in your book, like there are certain crystals that go with certain intentions and things like that. Um, obviously I would love to go through the entire book, but we don't have that kind of time, but if people are trying to, so for instance, let's go through the major things that people need. Um, let's start with protection. What are the best crystals for protection? Yeah, so I'm going to break it down even further so it's super easy for you. So it's purple or black crystals are usually protection. So black tourmaline is one of my favorite. And again, the amethyst, which is available almost everywhere. Any shop should have an amethyst. Yeah, (laughs) And those are, you can find them any size, any price. And then love. And then love would be uh, rose quartz. And I actually have a funny story. So we had a crystal party in Hawaii and our friend came and he hasn't had a date for two years. And so he's like, I need something for love. We're like, (laughs) okay, here's, here's a rose quartz. He's like, is this going to work? And we're like, probably. And so he put it, he puts it in his pocket right when he walks out the parking lot, like into the parking lot, two girls approached him. And even till now, one of them is his girlfriend. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of them working so fast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. We must have brainwashed him. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> gonna work, you know. <laughs> so, um, so rose quartz, absolutely. It's a really gentle energy to work with. Uh, morganite, which is a little bit more on the pricey side, but we call that like you know rose quartz on steroids. <laughs> it's <just> so powerful. <laughs> nice. What about uh, money, prosperity? Money, money. I love working with citrine. So Centrine is like my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends on how you want to earn the money or what, what, how the money is coming in. But pyrite, which is fool's gold mm-hmm. is also a really good money crystal to walk, work with. I have them on my altar. And I think they said there's like 0.000. There's really little gold in it. There's yeah. a tiny <laughs> amount of gold in it that they actually found. Yeah. I was looking at how pyrite uh, grows. And then mm-hmm. some, some formations, it grows in these little squares. Like huge. Yes. Yes. So and like, sacred it looks geometry. crazy. It looks like they've been cut like that. They're really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. what about cleansing? Cleansing. So any, um, clear or white crystal is for me, that's very purifying and also baby blue, baby blue crystals. I like to work with because that also, um, brings in the energy of like bliss and peace. So you're like letting go all of your worries and stuff. Selenite would be a really good crystal to work with for clearing. And you actually don't have to recharge it or anything. And it can clear the energies from other crystals if you put it on. Right. I char- mm-hmm. like charge or not charge, but like, yeah, sit them on uh-huh. uh, there to kind of cleanse them. Uh, a lot of times people want to talk about, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm, charging my crystals underneath the moon, or I'm cleansing my crystals, or I'm programming my crystals. Can you go through essentially what each of those are and the differentiations between them and how to do each of them? Yeah. So cleansing your crystals just means you're cleansing the extra stale energy, anything that is not needed off of the crystal because you want to work with it. So you probably should cleanse any crystal that you receive when you bring it home first. And I don't run mines in water. I know some people put it in salt water. You have to be careful because some crystal can right. melt. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like to do that. You can just sage it if, or, or use Palo Santos. If you don't want to use sage, if you make sure it's from an ethical source, you can use spray, you can use rosemary, you can use any herbal bundle that you want to burn or if you know Reiki or any healing modality, you can just cleanse it with the energy, mm-hmm. like from your heart or something. Yeah. And, and then charging? Charge. Uh, that was char- that charging. So that was cleansing. cleansing. Charging your crystal is very similar to cleansing your crystal. So you're just giving the, inner, the crystal a little bit more power. I want to say amplifying the power. So it has a clearer energy to work with you. And you can do both, like you said, under the full moon. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the best ways to do so. And programming your crystal, it, it kind of goes to charging and cleansing. If you program a crystal, basically what it means is you're directly giving it an intention. Mm -hmm. So you're telling the crystal programming how you want to work with it, how it can help you achieve your goals. Now, if you're still working with the crystal, I highly suggest you don't charge or cleanse it until you're ready to clear it. Because if you recharge it, cleanse it, then the, then your programming goes away. 
right? So if you're still working with it, keep it with you, work with it until you're done and then you can recharge it. Nice. I always like when people come over and they start handling my stuff and I'm like, ah, now I have to cleanse it. Your energy's all over my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I have a funny story. So I got these, these oval, um, earrings and I was super, super excited about them because I was like, okay, they're going to help me with dream travel and astral or whatever. And, um, I got way too excited and put them on and didn't cleanse them first. And so we went out to the store and we did, you know, ran a couple errands and I started to realize I was feeling really angry and I was just having this kind of like bubbling up inside of me that I was like, I'm mad. And I don't know why I'm mad. And I was like, checking the time of the month. No, it's not that like, why am I so <laughs> upset? Um, and I got home and realized that I hadn't cleansed the, the, my earrings and so I went to my Palo Santo, I went to my sage, I did the water thing or whatever, my little ritual. And as soon as I, as soon as I did that, like, I felt like, okay, I feel a lot better now. Like I can put them back on and have that energy. And I was like, whoever was putting these together or like packaging them, or I don't know, something. whatever energy was on there wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Something, something yeah. actually this time. Um, so when we go on our crystal shows, we shop for private clients and mm-hmm. we send them directly from the show. It's just so much easier. Yeah. And this time, everybody that received our packages was like, wow, we didn't even have to cleanse it for some, it was even yeah. me. I sent it to myself and I was like, <laughs> wow, it's like really good energy. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to the Tucson show? We did go to the Tucson show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go. It's like one of my, it's my dream to go to this Tucson show. Like oh. those of you who don't know the Tucson gym show is like around the world, the biggest gym show. I don't know if it's in the States or in the world, but it's the world, big, the, the world. world, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, and one day I will make it down there. <laughs> well, it's so fun. You know, like, you know, one of those like double tree hotels. Yeah. So each room is a dealer like, and there's like, oh. There's like over 250 de- like shows, not dealers, just shows. Oh located. my goodness. So we literally spend, you know, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. shopping for crystals every single day. And mm. so that's why when our friends are like, oh, we want to go with you. We're like, no, <laughs> like there's no way. There's no way. We just go, go, go. There's just so, so much, much to, do. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the little crash course that we did at the beginning of the interview. So just get people acclimated and caught up with like, okay, this is, this is what it means to use your crystals. Now I want to talk about magic because that's a little bit more intensive. Um, The ability to be able to utilize these particular modalities in order to help us manifest and change and assist our lives in in healing ways. Um, First of all, what is your definition of magic and why do you feel like crystals are the, one of the best tools to use towards it? Yeah. I, I, my definition of magic is using the natural energies and using that to create our reality. So our intentions and our thoughts, whatever our desire, using magic, bringing that in and create how we live and what we are doing. So that, and crystals, crystals are just something that I, I was drawn to work with. It is one of my favorite tools because like you said, each crystal is a different energy. Mm -hmm. So no matter what intention you have, no matter what magic you are doing, you can, you have a crystal, you have a tool to help you amplify that energy. So might as well use what, you know, the universe gave us, right? (laughs) Yeah. I was hearing that like crystal specifically, the crystalline energy and that crystalline energy has, it holds a charge. It holds an energy just the same way as our our DNA would. 
Um, and I'm particularly, I'm particularly drawn to Lumerian seed crystals. I feel like I have some past there and like, you keep bringing up Hawaii and I'm like, Oh gosh, I really need to go to Kauai, um, to get connected to the Moo people. Um, Mm -hmm. is that where your friend lives? Where'd your friend live? Um, she lives on Oahu. Oahu. Okay. I was like, I was yeah. like, it's going to be too much of a synchronicity if she lives in Kauai. I'm actually going back and then I'm going to the big island for a oh, yeah. ceremony. Yeah. Oh, nice. That'd be awesome. Um, so yeah. So like just being able to, to utilize the crystalline energy, um, towards those manifestations Now you're a huge manifestation coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I heard on a lot of your interviews, you talk a lot about manifestation I do. and we talk a lot about manifestation on this show. Um, and so if people are trying to, you know, essentially enhance their manifestations, I think a lot of times what people get caught up on is the time component. Oh yes. And so time, I know that when natural manifestations, when we talk without magic that, um, you know, our intentions and our healings, usually manifestation is a sign of healing that we're tending to something inside of us that is allowing something to open up for us to call it in. But with magic, I've heard that we can call in those things faster. So is, is it something that you are adept in? Yeah, I think for me, I feel like healing and magic kind of goes hand in hand because if you're not getting something, if you don't haven't manifested what you wanted, then that means there's a block there. Mm-hmm. That means there's a block and you have to heal that block, right? Mm-hmm. You have to release it. So my definition of healing is very different from traditional healing, I feel like, because it's not we are missing anything or we're wounded or something is broken. So we're not healing anything that's broken. We're just healing in remembering that we are, you know, universal source, like we're connected. We're not asking someone else. We're not asking the universe or our guides or someone else for what we are manifesting. In fact, we are one. So Mm -hmm. we are one with source and we're just remembering that we are so magical and powerful. And when you have, when you change that perception, then you can realize that you're really the co-creator. You can move energy around. You are magical and that collapses the time and allows things to come in faster. Hmm. Let's talk about collapsing time. Are you a, a metaphysics person. (laughs) Yes. I love, I love quantum science, quantum science. (laughs) I love quantum science. Yes. Um, so what would you say would be the best crystal to use for acceleration and manifestation? So I think that really depends on what your intention is and your unique connection to crystal. So I don't really think there is like one exact thing. Mm -hmm. And even, even in the book, I give you examples of what this crystal is for. And like you said, you were, oh, I need this black opal from this part. And that's because we're all so different. So it, it's maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work with you the same as other people. But I found that with all my clients, sometimes they need different crystals, even for the same intentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's important to say, because I think a lot of people just starting are like, I absolutely need this one. Cause this is going to be doing this and I need this one. And, um, I know that for a lot of people, um, you know, I would have these very visceral responses to Moldavite. Like I could feel it in my hand and it would tingle or certain, like, I just, um, we went to this beautiful crystal shop in Topanga, California, and it had, um, meteorite there. And somehow I missed it. I don't know how I missed it. I've been looking for meteor for a while. And my partner was like, Hey, Alia, there's, there's a, there's one right here. And I was like, Oh my God, give it to me. As soon as I put it in my hand though, it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it. It was so strong, such strong of a charge. 
everybody else was holding it like it was fine. And I was like, I'm very sensitive to whatever this is. So to work my way up to it. Um, but I'm sensitive to crystals and energy anyway. Anyway, all that to say that some people were getting moldavite or other things that people had been reporting back that they were having these really big reactions to. And they're like, right. mine doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not having this response to this. And I was trying to tell them, I was like, you're not, everybody's not going to have the same reaction to certain frequencies because we all need different things. Right, things. And I don't think that it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means <laughs> that your body responds differently to it. Um, what would you have to say about that? Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably still helping you. It's probably still unlocking codes, but maybe that's not what is needed at this moment in right. your spiritual path. And I, and when I held that Moldavite ring, it was vibrating on my hand for two hours. And <laughs> after that, wow, my life, my life changed. <laughs> it was a thing. So I, and before that, um, this was just this year and I knew about Moldavite long for a long time. Mm -hmm. I was just never called to work with it. I never yeah. wanted it. I never wanted yeah. anything to do with it. Yeah. I have other crystals like that, that people are really like, really Why that one. And I'm like, mm, I don't feel anything. I don't know. <laughs> Not for me. Um, yeah. so talk to us about the change that happened in your life. I'm curious. Ah, okay. So, so I actually re recently, so I had a, a program for spiritual entrepreneurs and I had just recently, um, dissolved the partnership with my business partner for that. So, and we were together for maybe two years and that was a really big change in my life. It wasn't the, and you know, I call them speed bumps. It was like a speed bump in the road. It was very challenging. It opened up my eyes, but it also confirmed that I was like on, it was the perfect decision to make at that time. Yeah. So, but it just came, it just came up <laughs> and it, it hit me in the face. I, I was not thinking of it at all until, you know, an event happened and I was like, oh, I cannot go on doing this. <laughs> and it was just uh, all of a sudden it came. And how soon was that? That did that happen after you had that crystal? I would say, uh, it has, so, uh, so this just happened last week. Oh, the, oh. Final, the finale, like the finale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And, um, I would say within four months. So wow. this is like October, yeah. um, October and then February. Is that four? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I think so for me, when I, uh, okay, not to just focus in on Moldavite, cause there are very many crystals that I like to work there. with, um, that have helped expand me in lots of ways. And I started off very much with amethyst. That was the first one. And like all these crystals that you see behind me, loads of amethyst here, um, mainly because home goods was just selling them. Like it was like, <laughs> they didn't know what they had. And then suddenly they realized, oh wait, people really want these. And the prices just shot up. Crazy, um, right? I got this geode that's behind me. Those of you guys who are listening, who can't see, I have like, it's like a 50 pound geode and they sold it to me for like 40 bucks. Like that's wow. really expensive now. Um, but anyway, I, I was really drawn to purple crystals and blue crystals because I was really wanting to open up my third eye. I was mm. really wanting to do a lot of psychic work. I was like, I know that I'm a medium and I have this and this and this, I wanted these things supported. And I really started up to my crystal game when I was living in New York, which is not a good place to up your crystal game because they're way more expensive there. But I started to just like really start to work with each one of the energies. And I noticed that I did not, I was not drawn to anything red or orange or yellow. Even I had a few citrines, but I just never wanted to collect anything that wasn't blue or purple. And I started to notice that I'm like, I'm really not grounded. Like 
I mean, right. and I didn't really know what grounded meant, you know, meant at the time. And I was like, I'm always in my head and I'm always like all over the place and I have a thousand thoughts and I have anxiety. And this, this sound healer, somebody was like, you really need like a Jasper, you know? And she's <laughs> like, she just literally like raved her hands over me. And she was like, you need some Jasper in your life. <laughs> and, and I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So, um, that being said, I went and got a few Jaspers and then I got some protection stones and stuff. And I started to watch my energy start to even out. Um, but then maybe a fast forward a couple of years or something. So I was, um, in Denver, Colorado for, for something. I can't remember. And this person complete stranger shows up at the door who is walking my friend's dog, the place, place that I'm staying at. And he comes to the door and he's like, I know you. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like I know you too. We don't, don't know each other. Never met each other. Nothing long story short. He ends up giving me this book about Telos and Lemurians and whatever, and then brings me a piece of Moldavite. He's like, I feel like for some reason you need to have this. And this little piece fucked my life up (laughs) in such a way (laughs) because suddenly I started having these visions. I started hearing things. Um, I came back home. I started this podcast. Wow. It was within four days that I was like, you got to start a podcast. Here's the name. This is the first episode, whatever. And from then on out, everything had just completely flipped. Wow. And so I, I tell that story because I personally know the power of utilizing the crystals, feeling the energy from the crystals and using them as aids uh, in order to, to be able to propel some type of function or intention in our life. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people collect crystals and like, Oh, these are pretty. And, pretty. and it's like, well, you know, like I always think of these kind of like, um, you know, burning a CD and <laughs> <laughs> putting information on it when you program it and get into a space where it's like, okay, this now they know my song. I'm going to play the song. This is the song I want to sing. This is the energy I want to mm-hmm. be in. Um, so what would you find for you? What's your, what's, First of all, what's the strongest connection you have crystal wise? Um, Mm -hmm. like that you really feel like this, this is my, if I was to sing a song, this is my song, which crystal is that? Um, and then how do you, (laughs) this is such a tough question. I know (laughs) you have to pick one. Um, and then if you were to give someone a crystal, um, like the first one that they should have or whatever, something that you would gift a lot of people, which one would you choose? So I would say I work with citrine a lot. Mm-hmm. because I do a lot of money spells, business spells, you know, money magic. So mm-hmm. citrine is like my top crystal for that. I've been really drawn to the fairy courts, the fading mm-hmm. courts. Yeah. The ones with like a its own world inside of the crystal. Yeah, I, think I have a few of those. Yeah. And each one is just so unique. And that is a very, um, it's a very peaceful grounding crystal. Mm. So I have one and I'll show you it. They can't Mm. see it, but this one is a Himalayan quartz. Oh, wow. Yeah. From the Himalayas and it's all a fairy quartz. So this one, they said the green is actually for your brain too. Oh, wow. I I wish you guys could see her nails. Oh, it's got like gummy bears and diamonds (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I would throw a crystal on my nail if I could, <laughs> it would be so heavy. Yeah. So, um, I love to work with, like, this has been my, obs- every time I go to the show, I look for one mm-hmm. that's called. What is it? What do you feel from it? 
Um, I just feel it's, uh, I feel it in my heart and it's a very calming energy and it gives me clarity. So when I go to the shows, I like to be like, because there's just so many things going on. Mm -hmm. I want to be clear on where we have to go, what crystals we have to find, find the best price, find our clients, crystals and get out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that that's always a focus crystal. Yes. Like a focus crystal. That's always the, that's always the intention. I'm like, Hey, fine. Actually I intend on finding the crystal that'll help me focus. (laughs) (laughs) I like to go and, um, and usually it's a smaller one. This one just happened to be bigger because I'm picking crystals. I hold it in my hands. (laughs) Are you one of the bra people? I do. I do put it in my bra. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to be careful when you take off your clothes, when you're showering, It goes everywhere. I do that. I do. Yes. Um, but at the crystal shows, I will hold the crystal Mm. for some reason. I just like something to hold on to while I'm walking and searching. It sounds really anchoring. Yeah. What's the one that you would gift people? So this is a fun one. So I, sometimes when I'm leaving the house, a crystal and it's sometimes is mine. Well, like I call it winking. So to wink at me. So I just keep looking at it and I'm like, I, then I know that that crystal wants to leave. It mm. wants to go out with me and find someone. Mm. So it could be the friend that I'm meeting up, or sometimes it's actually a random person. Mm. I'll just like have it with me. And if I meet that person, I'll just get the, you know, the thought like, Hey, they want the crystal. And I'm like, damn it. But that's my crystal. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I do give them the crystal anyway. And, you know, I just, hopefully every time I'm just like, choose a, you know, a tumbled, not a big crystal. (laughs) Not Not my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If I saw you coming down the street or like in the coffee shop and you were bestowing me a crystal, I would think you were a fairy. Oh, like like, she's so beautiful. If you guys can see her, like the, the whole, like you just emanate this like wonderful energy I would think you're this fairy quartz crystal like here oh that's beautiful <laughs> and no one's ever gotten mad at me for giving them a crystal I mean no like who yeah they were <laughs> they were they, they were might have been like what is this <laughs> but I would and then I would explain I'd be like okay this is this um but I do like to give thankfully like it's really funny because my friends aren't my clients. Right. Yeah. So they never, they never asked me for, you know, coaching. They never asked me for crystals or anything like that. And I just, I do offer it to them. Yeah. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the book, we want to talk about some spells Yeah. because okay. I want to get witchy with you if we can. Yeah. And I want, I want to just talk about some exercises possibly that could help, you know, with health and well being. That seems like a general thing. Everybody's kind of looking for these days. And I see that you have some exercises in here, like healing headaches and things like that. Are these, um, spells that you came up with or spells that have been passed on? Like, how did you come up with, did you channel them? Where did they come from? I, most of the spells, the actual spells was channeled Mm -hmm. and I, that, or I've used that I've probably channeled and used, or I gave my clients. The exercises were probably things that I have done or my clients have done that I heard from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So when I do go to the crystal shows, I mean, very lucky, I get to talk to all the vendors and they share so much information. So it might've from that, or it might've been from another book that I can't remember. (laughs) And so um, the headache one, I've actually used myself and have told my clients about it and it works. Mm-hmm. 
what would you suggest for um, helping someone open up their third eye? I get this question all the time. Ooh, so that, that that's actually similar to the headache one. Yeah, so where your third, yeah. So where your third eye is, but instead of a tower, you don't need a tower. I would just say any psychic crystal or any crystal that you're drawn to. So I would do amethyst. I would do fluorite. I would do lipidolite. I would do a clear quartz. Hmm. Um, even I feel. I feel like for some people, selenite, if they're really connected with the moon and Lemarians, yes, if you're a star seed, definitely Lemarian. You might want to get a smaller one because yours is like a chunk. Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I would just um I would just find, you know, a quiet place, lie down, place it on your third eye, get into that meditative state, which is probably with your breath, slow down your breathing, being really mindful. And then I like, I like to see my eye actually open. So mm -hmm. I imagine, um, a third eye, like in the middle of my forehead and I see it open and sometimes it's like crusty, you know, like when you just wake <laughs> up, so sometimes it's crusty and that means Hey, I, I have work to be done. Like there's something I I'm not activating it or I haven't been using it. Mm -hmm. So, or if it's like at its highest level, which is like with lashes, um, <laughs> you know, sparkly purple eye, then I know that it's very clear right now mm -hmm. and that, you know, I'm at my highest level or something. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, I always, I sit down sometimes and yeah, sometimes I do use those big honking ones and put them on my head, um, just to get the pressure, you know, like I may be like a masochist a little bit and I'm like, I want to know it's working. Um, I'm the person that will put on a face mask for far longer than it should be on. <laughs> so I'm like, give me the big crystal. Um, but in order to sit down and like a lot of people do ask about that and say like, how do I open my third eye? How do I get more in tune with my psychicness? And what I find is that in my own personal journey, and I also notice, and maybe, maybe you can tell me if you notice this as well, people kind of, you know, shade the grounding stones. Like they don't seem to put as much importance to the grounding and protection stones. Do you find that? Yes. Because everyone's like the psychic psychic and the, everybody wants to like manifest with their third eye. And I guess that's a lot of what we've been taught the crown and the third yeah. eye means psychic. But what really happens is if you're not stable at the root which is the grounding stones, then yeah, you're going to have issues up here because it's like the root, think of a tree, right? The roots has to be very healthy. So um, I, and I'm sure a lot of my clients also, uh, we did, we always work up here. So we're very in our heads yeah. and I had to really learn. I think it was last year, how to even last, it, even it was just last year, I was manifesting from my head, which is powerful, but I had to learn how to stay in my body, come back into my body. And what happened was when I was little, um, the trauma that was programmed in me was um, when I used to be bad, my mom would lock me in the bathroom. And so I, for hours, that's and intense. That's pretty intense. And yeah. so me as a little, you know, three, four year old, I would escape so I would escape to, you know, to the fairy realms, wherever, um, so that I didn't have to physically be there. Yeah, and yeah. so I conditioned myself that that's the place to be. It's so happy up here. Mm -hmm. So what I had to do was really ground back into my body and use the full power, our full power, our whole energy to manifest. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an important message. I think like mm -hmm. I, I used the tree analogy as well. And I started to recognize like, Hmm 
you know, what does it mean to be grounded at first? That seemed like it was such a vague thing. And I thought the best way that I can describe it for myself is acceptance, finding Mm -hmm. ways to accept myself, accept myself where I'm at. Like, you know, typically when we're in our head, we're going back and forth about what what could happen or what we can do or how we can change things. And to be in presence with ourselves, like is a really grounding exercise, but also um, something that I, I had, I had a past life regression some time ago, the first one that I ever had. And I had this really in, incredible, like visceral Egyptian life. And in this Egyptian life, I had, um, so many things came like my name was Clary Femia. Um, the partner I'm with now was there. His name was Obed Umdamnia. Like we lived outside of Cairo. My daughter's name is Cairo Veda. Like it was just all this stuff, but in the dream I was wearing, I had issues with, uh, infertility. And I remember like not in the dream, in the regression. Uh, and I remember telling them I had on a Jasper ring. Now, mind you, during the time I, w- I had not been doing all this crystal stuff yet. I just start like, it was like dip, dip, dip toe of like getting into that. I didn't even know what Jasper looked like. And in the dream, I knew that I was wearing a giant Jasper ring. And I was like, I know that I can't have kids in this, this regression. And I'm wearing this this ring as support to help with my fertility. And I'm telling the regressionist this or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know if that's true. And then I go back and look it up and see that Jasper is for infertility and it's for grounding. It's for reproductive and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's, that's wild. That's insane. And then I saw in Coptic ancient Egyptian, whatever, like that was a very popular stone that they would wear Yeah, that uh-huh. and lapis lazuli. And I had one of those as well. And I was like, this is insane. Like that. I was pulling that out of the, the past life. Yeah. Um, so I was able to see like what they were using and how they were, you know, utilizing them. So do you know anything about, um, amulets and talismans? Yeah. So I feel like amulets and talismans are just something. So we hold, we, we usually hold a ceremony or ritual for it. So you're blessing it. And I guess it's a form of programming, but just at a more high, at a more (laughs) intense level, right? Like doing like really, uh, again, like grounding that in and calling possibly calling other guides, So sometimes a talisman is connected to a God or goddess Mm -hmm. or your spirit guide to come in and to help you. And when you have a talisman, when you look at it, when you feel it, it's just like a re you remember your intention. It being, it gets called back into your body. And I think we have to be more aware. We have to ground, we have to come back into our body because that's how our intuition speaks to us. It speaks through feelings of the body. Right. And then that's why it doesn't speak to our brain. That's why a lot of the stuff, the information that we get from our intuition is very non-logical, illogical. Like, mm-hmm. why would I do this? Why would I start a podcast? <laughs> out of nowhere, right? And I was like, I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's cool. I have such a like high connection. I'm getting, I'm making the talisman now. I actually have one on right wow. now. Um, but the, the, if those of you who don't know what those, those are, it's basically like a pendant or something like the man-made that you utilize for increasing your own self-power. That's the talisman. The amulet is more for protection. And I heard Mm -hmm. that amulets are usually natural substances. They can be herbs and other things, Um, but they can also be a crystal or a necklace, something like that. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but utilizing those, um, you know, they can be rings and things. And you set that intention for what that thing is. And it's a form of magic in and of itself, setting the intention towards this particular object. Every time you look at it, or you have a reminder of it, my daughter loves to, to pull on this thing. And like, it's so funny because I'll wear other necklaces and she doesn't like even bother, but this one, the Moldavite necklace, it's just like, she feels the draw to the power, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah. So I guess you don't keep it in your bra because you have because you have an amulet or a, you know a talisman. So yeah. the, those are I actually just um I don't have it with me, but I got these like jemmy. So they're cut like diamonds. Yeah. So I got a, a jemmy uh, citrine ring um oh, nice. last trip, and I don't wear jewelry. Mm-hmm. So it was, but it was calling me. It was calling me. So I just had to get it. <laughs> Is there a reason for that? Um, that I don't wear jewelry. Yeah. No, I, uh, j- I think it's just me, yeah. but I'm thinking of re-piercing my ears again. Um, it closed so that I can get crystal earrings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, I have a jewelry problem. In fact, I was, I want to start a jewelry brand so bad with like crystal jewelry. Should, yeah. Um, it's just like the, the kind of startup with that and like finding a manufacturer and find, it's just like, and I want to do fine jewelry too. And I just feel like that it's going to take a lot of time. So maybe for, you know, my 2.0. Yes. <laughs> we'll start that. Um, so for people who are really looking, like, obviously, like if, if people are beginners and they're really starting to open themselves up to what crystals can do in their life, for the most part, most people listening to this podcast are like, I probably have a few and probably carry a few in their bra or pockets or so. Yeah. Um, what do you think is kind of like, why do you think that it, in this particular time that crystals have become such a like boom all of a sudden. Cause I know like, even like quote unquote, new age movements and stuff with my parents' generation or whatever they didn't, I know that the people and practitioners I've talked to have never seen the type of boom and desire for crystals these days. Yeah. So like physically in our world, because of TikTok, <laughs> I swear <laughs> once, once one thing comes out like carnelian at the show, we couldn't find any because someone posted carnelians for passionate love and it sold it it literally sold out so physically tiktok (laughs) yes and i was just thinking when you said the burn cd part i'm not too sure they would understand what that means no burning a cd mean you know what just go ahead and look it up that's how wait how old are you I am 37. Oh, I'm 37. Okay. Oh, so we know it was like our, yes. Burning a CD. And they're like, did you actually burn it or no? Um, (laughs) to copy a CD, put music on a CD. That was a whole process in and of itself. It was, those were the days. I mean, now we have Spotify and that's much easier. So the last thing I wanted to ask was, um, you know, ethics, So some people are saying, you know, like to mine crystals is not super sustainable. It's not great for the planet. If the planet has put these wonderful gems inside of our earth to act as light beams and whatever, um, is it ethical practice for us to be participating in the buying of crystals? So I do, we do research, uh, you know, sellers or mines that don't blow up the crystal. Mm. So if they mine them ethically, then it's okay for me. Because like um, I said in the beginning, I feel like the earth wants us to rearrange the crystals mm. of the earth, right? So everything is being brought up because it is, and you know, the Moldavite, they actually closed down the mines yeah. for a while. So yeah. they are very close. Yeah. There's only like two families or two groups or something that have access to them now. So they're very conscious. And if you can find, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you can, if you go to a store, you can be like, Hey, how is this mind? I don't know if they would know. <laughs> yeah. And, but I think you would intuitively, intuitively just feel good or not good about the crystal. Yeah. If you don't feel good about it, then don't buy it. Yeah. I think that very much. So when I've been shopping, I'm like, Oh, I can't shop here. 
Yeah. I yes. I, I've, here. I've had that. And, yeah. Or, you know, if you, yeah, if you go in a shop and I get nauseous and I want to throw mm. up. Yeah. I've you had that before. Too? Walk yeah. in certain stores. Like I remember it used to be so bad when I lived in New York that I would walk in a crystal store and get really nauseous. And yeah. like, I don't have that as much now that I'm um, not vegan anymore. Uh, Cause I feel it probably more, it's I'm a bit more grounded than I was beforehand when I was yeah. like not really eating anything grounding. Um, but I remember I used to get like these insane headaches when I would go in Me too. and like, so there's a difference between the headache and then the nausea. I would get headaches in places that I would feel were super like just a lot of, a lot of high energy there. Um, yes. but then I would get really sick. I remember this one store I used to go into and I was like, Oh, I have, I have a feeling like the owner is like not great. Um, and I kept going in to be like, cause everybody was like, Oh, you have to go in a row. Oh, sorry. I almost said what the store was. Um, <laughs> you have to go into the store. And I was like, I, you know, just, I really don't want to. Um, and then I would go back in to try it again. You know, I was like, maybe I was feeling sick or I ate something weird that day. And I went in there three times and every time it was like the same thing. I'm just not feeling very good. Not Yeah. Great. I, well, I, I go to the stores once and I'm just like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that was before I knew how to trust my intuition. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm done with this. I did have, um, sometimes at the crystal shows though, I can tell the difference. It's just too much energy. Mm. I do get a headache from too much energy. Yeah. So I think also, like you said, like an anchoring crystal with mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. that really helps me a lot. I believe when I put on the multivite ring, I was wearing it at the show. It didn't really affect, it didn't anchor me. I feel like oh. it was changing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say multivite super anchoring. <laughs> not grounding it's not anchoring it just takes you to the next level it does and it's like it'll take you before you're ready so you're like you gotta kind of be ready for it so yeah but it knows you're ready or else it wouldn't show it to you right I I would agree I don't know well with TikTok showing everybody everything um you know (laughs) who knows now right like I think that someone someone offered me a Moldavite and that's how it came into my life and it was really weird because I've always been really well versed in crystals and I didn't know what it was and, and to me, that was like a, okay, like this is welcome. This is like something supposed to come into my life. Um, yeah. but you know, for other people, how, you know, how do they navigate? Like, like for instance, fakes, you know, like you have crystals that are in really high demand and like typically a carnelian or Jasper or something wouldn't be faked, but a moldabite would be, or Lumerian crystal seed. Like I remember walking to the store and I was like, this is a smoky quartz that they have deemed Lumerian quartz. And I was like, there's no codes on here. And like, yeah. <laughs> before I knew the thing. So how, how do people navigate? I mean, this is kind of a broad question, but how do people navigate if they're just getting into this, making sure that they're, they're buying from an ethical dealer or someone who is, is selling them what they're telling them they're selling them? Yeah. So I think you have to do your research, you know, look at their Instagram page. Um, They should be showing you stuff, see what they are writing, see if it aligns with you. If you, you know, if your ethics are the same as theirs and just, you have to, you probably have to buy a crystal to see for yourself (laughs) though. And I would say, don't, don't, don't buy a $5,000 crystal. Start with something little, start with something little and see how you connect to the energy of that shop, mm-hmm. right? Because it's going to have the energy of that shop too, when, when you receive it. So, um, when we do go to the crystal shows, we don't just buy a bundle. We actually 
pick every single yeah. crystal that we we buy and that's because we are very intentional about what we are giving our clients we want the best quality and the high, highest vibe of course and so we intentionally pick each one some people and maybe because they do have big shops which is so lucky they do just buy the whole thing mm -hmm. you know volume and that's just so lucky you get to buy all the crystals you want <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. so there was a store that i went to one time a lovely store um, it's where I got most of my crystal work stuff from. And um, they probably bought in bulk. And there was this crystal that I took home. And I was like, this doesn't feel like a real crystal. Like, oh. it doesn't feel like the crystalline structure. I'm really like sensitive to it in my hands. I could not feel the energy of it. It felt like I was holding glass. Yeah. And so I called them and I was like, hey, what is your policy on return of crystals or whatever? Um, and they were like, well, we can go look. And I was like, I feel like this one isn't real. And they're like, oh, no, 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 we do a quality check. We do the inventory, we do the blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I have to trust my gut on this one. I, it was more expensive. It was like $85 crystal or something. Yes. And I yeah. went back in and they looked at it and they're like, oh my God, one got past us. Wow. I can't that. How did you know? And I was like, mm, how do I know? <laughs> I can feel it, bitch. No. Yeah. Uh, so there was just this, like, part, I felt proud of myself. I was like, me. Yeah. Um, but there was this, it was, it was this like, kind of like a blue crystal or whatever. And it was like cut in a tower. And I just, and it felt like glass. And the lady was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. This was sold to us as XYZ. Um, I can definitely see now that this is not what this is. Here we go. And so it was this, this, obviously, like you do your research, but also like, for people to listen to your intuition. Like you kind of know, like when things don't check out and they don't feel very good or whatever, check your body out. Yeah. Or like those like colored ones. So we did get a packet of tumbled, um, green adventuring uh -huh. and we, she uses them in like little vials. And after a while, the green was washing off. And we were like, no. this is fake. so that's fake, obviously. Yeah. Um, maybe we should address the fake citrines. Yes. So, yeah. So real citrines are clear pea color, very light <laughs> yellow, and they only come in towers. They mm -hmm. don't come in clusters. Mm -hmm. If they are cluster and it's a deeper yellow, orange, red color, then baked. that's, yes, that's baked, heat treated um, amethyst. Uh, I actually prefer the real citrine, but I don't mind working this trip. I've been called to the heat treated citrine. It was like calling my name. Yes. Weird, huh? Yeah. But I do like heat treated crystals, like the auras. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind them. So it's really your preference. Some people's like, no heat all natural. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. but this time around, I was like, I was, I was really attracted to some, like we um, found this like really powerful heat treated citrine cluster table. Mm -hmm. So that oh, was wow. like, yeah, that was so like, is it technically citrine or is it just amethyst that's baked? It has, it has some of the energy as citrine, but it's a little bit different. So I think you have to feel into it. Huh? Yeah. It's wow. a little bit different. Um, for me, I can still work with it for, um, prosperity. Um, I don't use it. Crystal. It's still a crystal. <laughs> yeah. I don't, um, and you have, if it's crumbly and breaking, that means it was too much heat and I don't work with those yeah. because it's not good quality. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So go to a nice quality person, buy them from her and <laughs> you'll be good to go. Yes. Awesome. Well, we're okay. So we're going to talk some more over at Patreon. So if you guys want to hear the rest of this episode, go to patreon.com slash lovely Aaliyah. And we're going to, I want to talk about some potions, like potions you can make with your, your crystals. First of all, before we go, um, can you tell people where they can find you and where they can buy your book? Yes. You can find me on Instagram 
at Pamela Unicorn. So at Pamela Unicorn. And you can find my book on Amazon. Really easy. Very easy. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you like this episode, please send it to someone you love. And hopefully we'll see you over at Patreon and we'll see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.